Welcome to the Eskenazi Health Here For You podcast, where we go beyond the doctor's office and take a closer look at the programs Eskenazi Health has to offer our patients and the communities we serve. My name is Brian Van Bocklin with the Public Affairs Team, and today we are discussing two unique programs here at the Eskenazi Health Organization, the Music Therapy Program, led by board-certified music therapist Tori Obermeyer, and the Marianne Tobias Music Program, led by Allegra Hine, Program Coordinator in Event Services. Uh, patients, staff, and visitors, uh, you may have seen or heard the live music performances at the Eli Lilly and Company Foundation Concourse of the Sydney and Lois Eskenazi Hospital, and may have seen Tori working with patients uh, in the inpatient floors at Sydney and Lois Eskenazi Hospital. Uh, music can be used not only for entertainment, but also to achieve therapeutic goals and outcomes. On today's episode, we're going to take a closer look at both programs and learn more about the power of music. Okay, now that I've got done with the scripted stuff, now we can just have this nice <laughs> conversation here. Uh, make sure I get all the names and everything in there. Thanks a lot for coming in. Uh, Tori, uh, we'll go into the program, but please, a little overview of what you do, how long you've been with Eskenazi, uh, all of that stuff. Absolutely. Thank you for having us here today. Um, again, my name's Tori. I am the music therapist here at Eskenazi Health. I studied music therapy at the University of Dayton and just completely fell in love with the idea of using music in a clinical way to help others. So I've worked in a lot of different settings using music therapy, including oncology, hospice, mental health, disability work. And I actually joined the Eskenazi Health team last summer, and I'm currently in a Master's of Music Therapy graduate program. So I have countless conversations with people on the elevators because they see me with my guitar, with my music therapy cart, and it's different, it's interesting, and so it always strikes up conversation. But um, most people are always surprised when they hear that music therapy is actually like a clinical health profession. It requires a full degree, 1,200 clinical hours that are supervised and board certification. Okay, so this is fascinating to me. (laughs) Right from the start, I I warned you I might go off script. So uh, we, we all grow up with music. So, so how do you start from this? I'm guessing childhood passion for music that got you into then land in this now turn your passion into your job and become a music therapist. Like how, how do you make, how do you, uh, what's that path? How do you discover that this is, this is going to work for you and this is what you want to do? Right, right. I mean, I started taking um, classical piano lessons when I was younger, like seven or eight and had just stuck with that all through grade school, all through high school. And, you know, when it comes time to figure out what you want to do with the rest of your life when you're in high school, I knew I wanted to do something with music. And I discovered music therapy. And it's this perfect blend for me for not only using music, but also like being with people and like the psychology of music. And like I said, the clinical aspect, which is, you know, two separate, you know, distinct ideas, but making them together can be very beneficial as we see here at our hospital. Yeah, it's 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 just I I I love this program. I really <laughs> I, and I'm and I'm such and I'm such a fan of music even uh my my current midlife crisis is I'm trying to teach myself the guitar. So like I'm just like it's yeah this is this is a lot of fun for me. Uh, so can you share a little bit more about uh, what music therapy is in the history of the music therapy program here at Eskenazi Health? Yeah. So in a nutshell, music therapy is an established health profession that utilizes music to meet clinical goals. So clinical goals is you know could be anything from decreasing pain 
to reducing anxiety to improving coping skills. Those are some of the common reasons of why I might be referred here at our hospital for music therapy. Um, But here at Eskenazi, we had a pilot program for music therapy back in 2019. I have just been so grateful to be on a team where music therapy is embraced so fully by everyone. And I really enjoy getting to collaborate with the other teams and programs at our hospital, like the palliative care team, the NICU team, all the other rehab therapies. Um, One of the most beautiful things I think about music is that it brings people together and it supports this human connection that we all need in a way that maybe other treatments aren't able to do. And, and to, to piggyback on what you said about brings people with the pandemic in, in different setting, but the joy in getting to go back to concerts and, you know, and just when, when we were able to flip that switch and go back and listen to live music again and be a part of the experience after losing it for so long, it's just, you, you, you don't know how powerful it is. So how does a music therapy session work? I mean, do you, does someone book an appointment with you? Do they then send a playlist of songs that they want to hear? So yeah, how, walk us through how this, how that all works. Good question. So music therapy here at Eskenazi is all based on referrals. And like I've been saying, it's the clinical side of music. So I work directly with nurses, with doctors, with the other therapists, and they let me know. Um, basically, they give me referrals when they have patients who they think would benefit for a very specific reason, like we talked about pain, anxiety, coping. So an important thing to remember is that music therapy is highly individualized and it's based on the specific needs of that person in the moment. So there's no quote unquote, like typical music therapy session. Sometimes I might sing with patients to increase dopamine levels in their brain to improve their mood. Sometimes I might use music and meditation to assist patients with increasing relaxation, managing their pain, managing their anxiety. And sometimes I might write songs with patients to help them really cope with being in the hospital or maybe getting a new diagnosis. Um, So music therapy, like I said, highly individualized. I meet with the patient. I ask, what are your needs? What do you need right now in the moment? And it's my job to figure out, okay, how can we use music to help you get there? And then in that, is it is it pretty much tailored for anything is on the table in that sense? Do you, do you go in and play already existing songs? You just kind of go in and jam a little bit for them? Or is it kind of like, like how does it, how does an, appo- an appointment with you, with you play out? Right. So it, it can look very much like a jam session, yeah. <laughs> like you're saying. Um, but like I said, sometimes we write our own music and that's really facilitating self-expression, coping, being able to, Express yourself with music um, in a different and creative way. Um, so sometimes we don't use pre-recorded already existing songs. Sometimes we improvise and make our own music. And then, like I said, with music and meditation, sometimes I'm leading them through um, meditation exercise to relax and eventually fall asleep. So in that case, obviously, it's not an actual song. It's using instrumental music to facilitate that relaxation. So uh, who's eligible for the music ther- for music therapy treatment and how can they receive services? You mentioned it's a referral mm-hmm. earlier, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, every patient in the hospital is eligible to receive services. Like we said, 
they need a referral from either their doctor, their nurse, social worker, another different therapy service. And um, staff can do that by either contacting me directly or submitting an order through Epic. Um, And again, having that referral reason in mind. We've talked about decreasing pain, managing anxiety. Sometimes people are referred to help improve their mood or to increase communication or at end of life. So all of those are reasons that someone might be referred to music therapy. Um, Currently, we are working on the inpatient side, but we're also hoping to extend our reach to outpatients as well. And um, usually music therapy is seen on a one-to-one basis. However, I do facilitate groups and we're hoping to launch even more groups because um, music therapy on a one-to-one basis is very beneficial. But thinking about it as a community group, music making experience is also very beneficial in different ways. So we're really excited to continue to develop the program and hopefully expand it and reach as many people as we can. So what's your instrument of choice (laughs) and your style of choice? Where's your sweet spot? You know, what, what's going to get me? What, what what's going to get me the best treatment? And you know, no, yeah, no. What 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 do you what do you specialize? Well, I in? I grew up playing piano, okay. so I love piano. I um people probably see me walking around with a guitar on my back, so I always have that as well. But in terms of like, what's going to get you the best treatment? I mean, like we said, it's so individualized, yeah, yeah. so it's really dependent on what you need and what you like. We always take um, patient preference into consideration and cultural preferences as well. It's uh, I just, when I sit here and watch it, the, the depth of knowledge you have to have to be able to do this to on a dime, just pull the, like, I, I, I think it, like how long would it take you to write down every song that you know how to play or something? Quite just, a while, I, probably. Yeah, the, I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I, I'm sorry that I'm, I'm like bouncing no, around, good. but it's just, yeah, the depth of what's in your in your head is just fascinating to me. Yeah, so, and yeah. like we talked about, like not only the musical knowledge, but understanding how does mm-hmm. this aspect of the music, the rhythm, the tempo, the speed, the the volume, how does that have a physiological impact on the person that's sitting in yep. front of me? That knowledge is different than musical knowledge, but it's also very relevant to music therapy. It's a fantastic program, and I appreciate you coming to talk. Yeah, We're gonna thank you. move and talk to Allegra now and in other parts, but thank you very much. Uh, now we've learned about the clinical side of the music, uh, of the music therapy program at Eskenazi Health. We want to talk about the performance uh, program, the Marianne Tobias Music Program. Uh, before we go into the program, Allegra, how about you tell us a little bit more about yourself, how long you've been here, uh, and be ready because I'm going to pick into all my nerdy music questions about all of that i've actually i've seen some of your uh uh concert videos from when you were younger on youtube so i'm like i have i yes i have stumbled this is yeah this is a fun day for me so please go ahead yeah thank you so much thanks for having us we're so excited to be here to talk about music programming here at eskenazi health um, as you said, I'm Allegra Hine. I am the program coordinator with Event Services, working primarily with the Marianne Tobias Music Program. And um, I have similar timing to Tori. I have been here at Eskenazi Health since July of 2021. 
Um, and also similarly to Tori, I grew up playing classical piano. So um, you might guess if you're familiar with music by my first name that my parents are both musicians. So there's a term in music, allegro. It's kind of musical, allegro, feminine form of that. And so, um, so both my parents are musicians. My mom specifically, she's a pianist. So she started teaching me when I was like three. Um, and I decided to study music in college. And I went to um, college for piano performance. So I got my undergrad in piano performance from Roosevelt University, um, Chicago College of Performing Arts. And towards the end of my graduate career, or undergraduate career, rather, I um, was trying to decide what to do if I was going to go to grad school, what I was going to study in, and I stumbled upon a music therapy article. I had never heard of it before, um, and also similar to Tori, you know, I just thought, oh, this is a great, uh, you know, combination of things I'm really passionate about, helping people in music. So I did decide to pursue music therapy, and I uh, I double majored. I got my master's in piano performance, and um, so I've been a board-certified music therapist since 2016. And I've worked with individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities and older adults. And so I kind of have these two passions, performance and music therapy. And that's kind of what has led me to my current position here at Eskenazi. Um, and I think it's important to note, although we've gotten a great history, uh, you know, a clarification from Tori, but although I am a board certified music therapist, it's not my role here at Eskenazi. It's helping to inform the work that I'm doing with the Marianne Tobias Music Program. But Tori is the official clinical music therapist here. Here on campus. So that's a little bit about me. Can you go into a little bit more about the history of the Marianne Tobias Music uh, Program, how patients, staff, and visitors might experience live music in the Eli Lilly and Company Foundation Concourse? Yeah. So um, although I've been here just since summer of last year, the Marianne Tobias Music Program has been in existence since 2013. And Marianne Tobias is a really well-known local musicologist. She's an accomplished pianist. She's a lecturer. And she's also the program annotator for the Indianapolis Symphony Orchestra. So she donated a concert grand piano to Eskenazi Health in 2013 and made a generous philanthropic contribution to establish the Marianne Tobias Music Program. The piano, it's located in the Eli Lilly and Company Foundation Concourse on the downtown campus, and it's accessible to the public 24 hours a day and has been played by world-class musicians and amateur music lovers alike and people just walking by who could play any tune that they want. So that's pretty cool. Um, and although we're fortunate to have the piano and we use it for performances, obviously we don't always incorporate piano into our performances. So we feature um, all sorts of instrumentalists and singers. And um, previously we've had Angela Brown, which is a really well-known um, opera soprano. She's from Indiana. Um, we've featured Pavel in Direct Contact. I think he's a fan favorite here. Um, a Middle Eastern music ensemble called Salam and many other um, you know, independent artists, local um, musicians from arts organizations and, and things like that. So we have a really well-rounded program. Um, performances are free. They're always open to the public and they're live streamed to patient rooms. And um, as previously mentioned as well, while we're not providing music as therapy, there are benefits to listening to live music. So um, it can help support overall wellness by increasing dopamine levels and reducing stress. That that piano down there, I think that's going to be the signal that we have come out of COVID. Yeah. That was always one of the most comforting things where you go walking across the sky bridge uh, for people, there's, we have the admin building, the Fifth Third Bank building. Then you walk across the Skybridge where this, uh, where the hospital is, and it just fills the whole con of anyone who's walking by who just has the moment to sit down and even play chopsticks if you want. Exactly. But, but I mean, but uh, but the thing is, we have some doctors and nurses that you have no idea that they have this skill, and just on for five minutes as they're walking there, and they sit down and they just. 
it's just this comforting thing. And that was life in the concourse. And then of course you had the concerts that would come around. It's just, it, it is so cool. And I can't wait until that comes back because I think that'll be like the final piece in the puzzle of bringing us out of, out of COVID. Uh, so um, we don't, do we don't currently have live performers yet, but what is it, what's the plan to start bringing them yes, back? Yes, we're hoping very soon to be able, in a limited fashion, bring back in-person performances. So we're very excited about that, and of course, um, you know, under typical circumstances, as you mentioned, anyone can come and play and and have that experience. But um, previous, we were having like a hundred live music concerts, you know, annually. So um, we we hope soon to be able to get yeah. back to that um, <clears throat> style of programming. But you know, during this time, we have offered virtual music programming, and so we have a dedicated um, TV channel here, Channel Twenty Two, and so um, there is music, virtual music programming that's playing on a continuous loop that patients can access, and um, we're going to maintain that program. Programming, even when we're back to in-person programming. So how does someone access the virtual music playing on, on a loop? It's just on channel 22. Okay. So they just have to go to channel 22 and it's just, uh, it's just continuously playing. So they'll always have something to view. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And we just actually recently updated our content for that. So we have a uh, 30 minute perfor- like episodes now that are um, happening. So you could sit and watch something that would include jazz music and folk music or classical and blues, you know, all the different types of uh, genres and things like that. Uh, we've learned how the uh, music therapy program and the Marianne Tobias music uh, program are distinct yet complementary programs benefiting patients, uh, staff and visitors to Eskenazi Health. What are some of the ways that your programs have already collaborated and what are your hopes for the future as we move forward and then obviously uh, hopefully COVID ends? <laughs> Right, right. Definitely distinct, but complementary of one another. We have already been able to collaborate in a few different ways. Um, Like we've already said, music therapy is really focused on the clinical side of working with our patients, families, and staff. And the Marianne Tobias music program is focused on the performance side and and ways that music can just contribute to the overall environment um, of our health system. So one way that we've collaborated already has been with supporting our staff. So that's something that I think sometimes gets overlooked. We're always, of course, focused on our patients and our families, but staff need support too. If there's, if we've learned anything through COVID, it's been that staff need our support as well. So in December, we were able to go around on the inpatient floors and provide live music making for staff to join us and sing with us during the holidays. That was really a hit. And then in February, we were able to provide this unique songwriting opportunity for staff to write songs to share as like a Valentine song in order to show their appreciation, gratitude for one another. So in May, we're hoping to join forces again to support our staff during National Nurses Week. Fantastic. Uh, Allegra, do you have anything for that? Yeah, yeah. It's been, it's just been really great getting to know Tori and working with her and collaborating with her between our two programs. We also in December um, played a piano concert together. So that was super fun because we we both have piano backgrounds. And so we were able to play duets and solos. Um, So hopefully we can do that again in the future. So, um, you know, each of our positions are still really unique across the healthcare field as a whole. um, But both Programs offer such important benefits to patients, staff, and the community. So, so wonderful that Eskenazi Health um, values music therapy and music performance. And so, I'm really just excited to see where our, uh, you know, programs go in the future, how they grow, and how we can continue to collaborate with one another. You know, if you do this little thing during COVID, it didn't actually happen. So, I was saying <laughs> my next question is, when are we going to see you two down on that piano? <laughs> 
for for everybody. So so yeah, I I I really hope that that could possibly happen, and I hope that we're able to see it. Um, is there anything we haven't hit on uh, on this? I don't think so. I mean, if anyone ever is, is listening and has questions, we both have pages on the Eskenazi Health website, so you can find more information there and how to contact us as well. It's Tori and Allegra with uh, the Eskenazi Health Music Therapy Program and the Marianne Tobias Music Program. We really appreciate you guys uh, coming in. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks to Joe and Rachel. Uh, you can get all of our podcast episodes at our SoundCloud account, the Eskenazi Health official uh, SoundCloud account. Uh, you can find the link for it at EskenaziHealth.edu. And we will be back with our next episode sometime soon. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you.